0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast for the week commencing the 19th of September 2022. In Infosec news this week, the Lockbit ransomware operation has suffered a breach, with an allegedly disgruntled developer leaking the builder for the gang's newest encryptor. Back in June, the Lockbit ransomware operation released version 3.0 of their encryptor, codenamed Lockbit Black, after testing it for two months. The new version promised to make ransomware great again, adding new anti-analysis features, a ransomware bug bounty program, and new extortion methods. However, it appears that Lockbit has suffered a direct breach with two people, or maybe the same person, leaking the Lockbit 3.0 builder on Twitter. According to security researcher 3xport, a newly registered Twitter user named Ali Kasiji states their team hacked Lockbit's servers and found a builder for the Lockbit 3.0 ransomware encryptor. After the researcher shared the tweet about the leaked builder, VX Underground shared they were contacted on september tenth by a user named ProtonLeaks, who also shared a copy of the same builder. However, VX Underground says that Lockbit Support, the public representative of the Lockbit operation, claims they have not been hacked, but rather a disgruntled developer leaked the private ransomware builder. To quote the release, We reached out to Lockbit Ransomware Group regarding this, and discovered this leaker was a programmer employed by Lockbit Ransomware Group. They were upset with the Lockbit leadership and leaked the builder. Authors of this release, Bleeping Computer, have spoken to multiple security researchers who have apparently confirmed that the builder is indeed legitimate. Regardless of how this private ransomware builder was leaked, this is not only a severe blow to Lockbit as a ransomware operation, but also to the enterprise which will see a rise in threat actors copycatting and using it to launch their own attacks. The leaked Lockbit 3.0 builder allows anyone to quickly build an executable required to launch their own operation, including an encryptor, decryptor, and specialized tools used to launch the decryptor in certain ways. The builder consists of four files, an encryption key generator, a builder, a modifiable configuration file, and a batch file, To build all of the above, the included config.json can be used to customize said encryptor, including modifying the ransom note, changing configuration options, deciding what processes and services to terminate, and even specifying the command and control server that the encryptor will send data to. By modifying this config file, any threat actor can customize it to their own needs and modify the created ransom note to link to their own infrastructure. When the batch file is executed, the builder will create all of the files necessary in order to launch a successful ransomware attack. The authors of the article tested the leaked ransomware builder and were easily able to customize it to use their own command and control server, encrypt files, and decrypt them. The builder is not the first time a ransomware builder or source code has been leaked online, leading to increased attacks by other threat actors who launch their own operations as a result. Back in June 2021, the Babook ransomware builder was leaked, allowing anyone to create encryptors and decryptors ...for the Windows and VMware versions, which other threat actors subsequently used in attacks. Back in March this year, the Conti ransomware operation suffered a data breach... ...where their source code was leaked online as well. The source code was quickly used by the NB65 hacking group... ...in order to launch ransomware attacks on Russia. As many as 350,000 open source projects are believed to be potentially vulnerable... ...to exploitation as a result of a security flaw in Python... ...which has remained unpatched for 15 years... The open source repositories span a number of industry verticals, such as software development, artificial intelligence and machine learning, web development, media, security and IT management. The shortcoming, tracked as CVE 2007 4559, with a CVSS score of 6.8, is rooted in the TAR file module, successful exploitation of which could lead to code execution from an arbitrary file write. To quote the release, this vulnerability is a path traversal attack in the extract and extract all functions in the tar file module, which allows an attacker to overwrite arbitrary files by adding the dot dot sequence to file names in a tar archive, according to Trellix researcher Casimir Schultz in the write-up. Originally disclosed back in August 2007, the bug has to do with how a specifically crafted tar archive can be leveraged to overwrite arbitrary files on a target machine simply upon opening the file. Put simply, a threat actor can exploit this weakness by uploading a malicious tar file in a manner which makes it possible to escape the directory that the file is intended to be extracted to and achieve code execution, allowing the adversary to potentially seize control of the target device. Quote, Never extract archives from untrusted sources without prior inspection, the Python documentation for the tar file reads. It is possible that files are created outside of path. Example, members have absolute file names starting with backspace or file names with two dots. The vulnerability is also reminiscent of a recently disclosed security flaw in RALAB's UnRA utility as CVE 2022-30333, which could lead to remote code execution. Trellix has further released a custom utility called Cressate to scan for projects vulnerable to this vulnerability, using it to uncover the vulnerability in the Spider Python IDE as well as Pollmarch. Left unchecked, this vulnerability has been unintentionally added to hundreds of thousands of open and closed source projects worldwide, creating a substantial software supply chain attack surface. While monitoring the Emotet botnet's current activity, security researchers have reportedly found that the Quantum and Black Cat ransomware gangs are now using the malware to deploy their payloads. This is an interesting development, given that the Conti Cybercrime Syndicate was the one previously using the botnet before shutting down in June. The Conti group was the one who orchestrated its comeback in November after an international law enforcement action took down Emotet's infrastructure back at the beginning of 2021. To quote this release, the Emotet botnet, also known as SPM Tools has fueled major cybercriminal groups as an initial attack vector or precursor for numerous ongoing attacks. From November 2021 to Conti's dissolution back in June this year, Emotet was an exclusive Conti ransomware tool. However, the Emotet infection chain is currently attributed to Quantum and Black Cat. The botnet is now being used to install a Cobalt Strike Beacon on infected systems as a second-stage payload, allowing attackers to move laterally and deploy ransomware payloads across the victim's network. This matches Conti's previous attack flow, which included Emotet after its revival, minus the initial attack vector through the TrickBot botnet. Advanced Intel have said that Emotet have been inflicting quite a lot of damage since the start of the year, as it has tracked more than 1.2 million systems infected by Emotet worldwide, with an activity peak between February and March. The Emotet malware was first deployed in attacks as a banking trojan back in 2014, and has evolved into a botnet used by the TA542 threat group, also known as Mummy Spider, in order to steal data, perform reconnaissance, and move laterally throughout victims' networks, as well as to deliver second-stage malicious payloads. Since June, the botnet was upgraded to inflict potential victims with a credit card stealer module, which will attempt to harvest credit card information stored in Google Chrome user profiles. This change came after increasing activity during April and a switch to 64-bit modules, as the Cryptolamus Security Research Group first outlined. Emotet, just like Qbot and IcedID, has also switched to Windows shortcut files or link files from using Microsoft Office macros which are now disabled by default as an attack vector to infect target's devices. Thankfully, Emotet campaigns are currently not very active right now with most malware phishing campaigns revolving around Qbot and IcedID. However, this could quickly change and lead to rapid deployment of ransomware attacks so Emotet does continue to be a malware defenders have to look out for as it is typically deployed in large waves, and given the time frame and the recent development of new capabilities, one could be upcoming in the near future. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.